Welcome everyone to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. As always, this is Thor here with Doc and Sasquatch Sunpire. All right. So, what uh, new game announcements awaits this week, Sasquatch? Well, Valve has released a new Portal game. Well, a game set in the Portal universe. It's not Portal Three. It's a uh, fancy tutorial for the Steam Deck. Um, it's called Aperture Desk Job. Um, it just teaches you how the Steam Deck works, and it is out now if you want to check it out. So, I mean, you do get a little bit more Aperture stuff. So, yeah. Uh, game Freak and uh, the Pokemon Company have announced that there's going to be a couple new Pokemon games. Pokemon Ooh. Scarlet and Pokemon Violence. Gen 9. Um be launching later this year in 2022 the trailer was really weird um <laughs> so there was like a minute of pokemon and two minutes of a scared looking police officer i'm gonna i'm gonna make a a guess on uh something that's gonna happen in pokemon scarlet and violet uh the police show up to a dispute at the wrong address and shoot your starter pokemon <laughs> Damn, okay. That escalated quickly. Yeah, it did. Um I'm I'm betting on the return of Team Rocket, specifically Jesse and James. Oh, what's huh? that? Oh, Scarlet and because, Violet. Yeah, okay. Because their hair oh, colors are okay. scarlet and violet. Hmm. I think they're just running out of color names and letters <laughs> that they feel are cool. I mean, it's entirely possible with nine generations of dual color names. Pokemon G and H. <laughs> this does not sound as cool as X or Y. Right. <laughs> Pokemon Brown and Pokemon. Uh, shit, what else could you be? Uh, there's, there's no other basic colors. You're running, they are running out of stuff. Brown and gray. Brown and gray. Um, the starter Pokemon were revealed in it, though. I forgot their names already. I do know Quaxley just because of the <laughs> Johnny Bravo Quaxley. So, I know people are up in arms over the uh, the grass type and if it's going to stay on four legs. I mean, the other two are on two legs, so got to keep it somewhere. Or they're just going to really reach towards that furry audience. Well, that's that's what they've been doing the last few generations is they'd have like a cat or something like that. And then by its final evolution, it's like, yeah, it's a furry, basically. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's not there wasn't much revealed of it. Um, it is maintaining the open world of Arceus, hmm. Arceus, Acreus, whatever. Arceus. Um, Arceus. Yeah, I think that's what we decided on. That, that is the official pronunciation. Is it? Okay, it wasn't perfect. me this time. I said literally everything. I think we said Arceus last time we talked about it, too. I just I've heard like five different ways since then. Anyone who still says Arceus after this point is purposely saying it just to piss people <laughs> off. I mean, does it piss people off? Because I'll say it. I don't know. I'm all up for some shenanigans. <laughs> He deserved uh, a pistol whip for that one. <laughs> yes, thank you. 
Um, <laughs> it is keeping the kind of open world. You can see the Pokemon run around uh, in their areas. However, it is going back to the older style gameplay where just the Pokemon fight and not the Arceus style uh, Monster Hunter slash Pokemon fighting. Omori, the uh, psychological horror game, um, indie RPG, is getting a boxed copy for its console versions of the game. The PS4 and Nintendo Switch will be getting a special edition boxed copy. So if you... Uh, if you like it, um, which was originally just released for the PC, there will be box versions coming for you out on consoles if you want to obtain it there. Back for Blood is getting its first expansion in April, titled The Tunnels of Terror. It will add a new type of special enemy, as well as two new characters and a few more little tidbits for the game as well. So, if you're enjoying your Back for Blood game, Total Rock Studios does have a bit more in store for you. And in Fortnite news, Ezio Auditore de Frenzy is coming to it. So there you go. Cool. <laughs> well, that is all I got. The only thing I had was news about Elden Ring getting review bombed already, which at this point I expect pretty much any uh, new release to get review bombed. I've had one Elden Ring crash. Uh, a couple like multiplayer things have happened to people I'm playing with to help them, like where someone will get disconnected. And then like in weird spots of like trying to load multiple multiple parts of the world, it'll kind of stutter for like a second. But other than that, nothing abnormal outside of something any game has. Mm. Yeah, I've I've had one crash and a little bit of stuttering from time to time. Uh, but the new graphics driver I got helped with that quite a bit. Um, what I don't get is like a lot of the complaints seem to be focused around people saying that the PC port just wasn't good. There isn't, you know, as much control support as they wanted this on the other thing. That, and I, I understand those complaints, so I, I but here's something about like there's no PlayStation buttons and like, um, like I get that, but like and, and I get it. So, OK, so so yeah, so it's eight out of ten instead of ten out of ten because of these things. But like to just go straight to zero or one out of ten because well, of that, that Metacritic, seems it's always so zero or petty. ten anyways. I know it just seems so petty, though. I don't know. That's it's the entire uh, reason these types of reviews are just unreliable. People find one little nit to pick and it's 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 like it's all or nothing. I hope they played three hours to give it a zero so they couldn't refund it. <laughs> I've had issues getting uh, it to detect my PlayStation controller. Um, now, is that just the DualSense or is it any sort of PlayStation controller? Uh, I haven't tried my, my DualShock 4, um, but my DualShock, I don't, I don't think the DualShock 4 is comfortable to hold. That's fair. They were kind of small, I think. Yeah, and like I love the size of the Dual Sense, and it works in Steam. Steam is acknowledging that it's working. Like I can use it to navigate big picture if I'm in big picture mode. But as soon as I'm in the game, it detects nothing. Odd. Yeah. Uh, 
Final Fantasy 15 does that to me too, where it just absolutely refuses to acknowledge controller. Or some weird driver thing going on, I bet. Which is probably surprising. I'm, I'm hoping the uh there was a I think a patch today for it. I hope that, that fixes the issue, but I haven't looked at the notes yet, so I'm not sure. I'm just using my eight-year-old Xbox three, uh Xbox One controller. So no issues for me. <laughs> My yep, there is old. there is an update for Elden Ring. Nice. Not a big one though. Hot fixes or so. Oh, there were some people complaining like there's no ultra wide support, which most things don't have ultra wide support. Honestly, <laughs> um, no ultra wide support. Like, Zero out of ten. Yeah, that's <laughs> something that's just not baked into a lot of Jesus. game design yet, just because it requires like, a so lot more processing and planning on widening that screen and field of view to something so much larger than is initially planned on outside of the normal uh, 16.9. Mm-hmm. There are also quite a few uh, keys you can't remap on your keyboard. All those also... You can also remap stuff on the key on the controller, but those same functions you cannot remap on the controller either. So that was just some weird design decision by them. So I wonder mm-hmm. if it's a mapping um, issue that you with the. It seems, it seems to be things that have multiple functions on the same button that you can't remap. Mm. Well, I'm just trying to remap the map button. You, the map button. You don't like select. Uh, I'm playing on mouse and keyboard because my oh, controller G. doesn't work. G, yeah. Uh, G is in a super not useful place for me. <laughs> G, G is a really weird map button. Yeah. Like, I, I, I used to just try to I use a Logitech G13, and yeah. I'll be able to like move the G button to where I would usually have M, uh, which I believe corresponds to Z on the regular keyboard. Um, yeah. But like I find myself just trying to open my map with it all the time, and it's like, well, this is where I would remap my my map key if I could. <laughs> Fortunately, my Corsair stuff uh, lets me remap stuff like that based on a program or program basis, but I'm not using the mouse and keyboard, so. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll get around to it eventually. I just don't want to mess with my. Uh... My default profile that I have set up on uh, on my, my G13, it's uh, it's very ingrained into my muscle memory. <laughs> uh, despite weird not being able to remap things, how are the mouse and keyboard controls? Because prior games had been completely unplayable with a mouse and keyboard. Um, I'm really liking it. Like, I'm not struggling with like movement or anything. Um, I did have to rebind a few things that I could rebind for my preferences, but I mean, I don't blame any of my deaths on my mouse and keyboard. I blame them all on me just being trashed the game. That's good. Uh, menu navigation on mouse and keyboard is absolutely awful. Is it? Okay. Like you actually mouse. If you want to like back out of any menu, any menu at all, you have to right click go to the menu and click close for every every layer that you're in. You can't just oh, wow. and it doesn't the, uh, the menus. And it doesn't pause doesn't on do menu, right? No, escape no. doesn't close the menu. That's so you weird. have to you have to right click and press close. What brings like, up the menu? 
escape. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't pause on menu, right? No, no. Nope. So Very rarely are would... you in the menu when enemies are around, though, because that's just poor decision making. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't died in the menu yet. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I, I mean, I, I know that the game doesn't pause when I'm in there. Mm-hmm. So I, I just don't open the menu unless I plan to spend some time in the menu somewhere safe. Yeah. But I'm loving the game, despite uh, controller issues. Like mm-hmm. the the game definitely feels like it was made to be played on a controller. Yeah. Uh, but I will say the most mouse action and RPGs are like if you yeah, play out a war with a keyboard, it'd be a mouse and keyboard. It'd probably be comparably awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil May Cry on a mouse and keyboard was awful up until five, and huh. even then, it, it it still wasn't great. Probably akin to them. Like, well, let's just make something serviceable. Maybe they'll buy a controller mm-hmm. after, anyways. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it in the first three games were were the static cameras and four two, but there was more camera control. So, like your uh, up, down, left, and right didn't necessarily always go in the direction you intended with those fixed camera angles. Oh God. Hmm. So what do we have in the world of legal debacles this week? Quite a bit. Um, I'm sure everyone is aware of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Uh, it seems like various news organizations, I put these in massive air quotes, are using <laughs> clips from the game Arma 3 instead of actual footage what? from the Russian invasion. Um, <clears throat> this isn't the first time this has happened either. <laughs> People are... <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah. Do they just have, like, a group of guys with a bunch of computers, like, set up to manufacture these these videos? I so guess, they, yeah. Because obviously it, it it's... They have to like set it up to make it like plausible if they're using it for footage. Like they're not just pulling random clips from in game. Correct. Um, but I mean, this is this is also, you know, news organizations who were using pictures of mannequins and training at hospitals as dying patients during the covid quarantines going on. So who knows? Um, in response, Facebook decided they needed to set up a special operations center to go over videos of the Russian invasion of Ukraine and pull anything that is, you know, a video game or the wrong war or anything like that. So, um. Let's see here. There are some new lawsuits going on with Activision Blizzard. Surprise, surprise. Shareholders are suing to attempt uh, to stop the Microsoft purchase, um, citing various violations in their shares policies. So who knows? Also... At the same time, Body Kodak is being investigated by the SEC and the FTC. 
about him and other CEOs and leaders of Activision lining their pockets before the purchase of their company goes through. Mm. So this will probably just add some more issues in the uh, <laughs> attempted acquisition of Activision Blizzard by Microsoft. They're like, we're just going to go ahead and shit the bed on our way out the door. Um, NVIDIA seems to have been hacked uh, from a ransomware group. Uh-oh. So, yup. Um, Follow up to that. I uh, I heard that they're threatening to release more uh, more files if NVIDIA doesn't make their uh, their stuff. Oh, what? God, what's the term? I can't remember it now. Open source. No. Okay, good luck. Huh. <laughs> Um, also, along with that, uh, those same hackers leaked NVIDIA's DLSS source code. Oof. F. Oof, indeed. So, yeah. Um, really, what they're hoping is, I can tell you exactly who's doing this. It's some crypto fuckheads. Uh, they are threatening to continue to release more and more, and their entire ransom is NVIDIA removing the Ethereum hash rate limiter on their GPUs designed for gaming, uh, as opposed to the ones they have designed for crypto mining. So. Crypto bros need to get the fuck out of our gaming supplies. Crypto bros are twats. Ah, in other news with the, um, Russian Ukrainian issue. A lot of video game companies and organizations are pulling everything they have away from access through to the Russian people and the Russian the country of Russia itself. Um, an example: FIFA has removed Russia and Russian clubs from their games, as well as the ESL has suspended any sort of Russian esports teams and competitions over said invasion. So uh, everybody seems to not be on board with this. And that is all I have. Uh, there's there's a somewhat related to that. There's a lot of bands that are canceling tours in Russia now, too. Probably not very safe. Yeah. But yeah, they're getting they're getting shut down by everyone. Well, I mean, you can't do anything in there anyways, because uh, Swift has been pulled from Russia, so their ruble is now worth less than a penny. Uh, Capcom has updated their licensing structure policy and made quite a few people upset. I was going to say, it's probably nothing good. No, the. uh, So when you this is this is really going to hurt the uh, the tournament scene. Uh, because Capcom has put a cap on a on your yearly prize pool at ten thousand dollars. What? Why? Uh, the ruling goes further, saying you aren't allowed to have more than two thousand dollars in prize pools for a single event. What? Oh, Even okay. then, uh, the the bonuses rule says you cannot exceed five thousand and twenty thousand for a single event and yearly, respectively. Um, this means that anything not Capcom sponsored is basically breadcrumbs compared to what it could have been. But does Capcom have prices? any actual 
Oh, they have a ramp. major, major tournament circuit. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, Street Fighter. Street Fighter is Capcom, and it, it's the most well-known fighting game in existence. But, right. Well, I meant, does Capcom have their own circuit? But you answered. Yeah. That. Yeah. They, they, I think they actually have two. Um, um, to get more people to go there, probably. Probably. No. no um, I mean, why? Why put these limits up? Up. We're not sure. Um, that just, my just, guess would be, my guess would be that Capcom makes no money from these other smaller tournaments. And this kind of limits people going there potentially rather than going to the big Capcom ones. So it kind of creates a point like, well, why throw my own circuit if people aren't going to come and we can't even support the small prize pool at that uh, point. Uh, another thing, uh, Capcom will be getting the rights to use uh, community event photos, videos, and stream footage for its own marketing and potentially other marketed material, major licensing fees, and other benefits from bigger events. There we are. So they can, they can like, if, if you host a tournament and take any pictures of it happening, record any of the fights, stream it, they can just use all of that f- footage. Like, it basically belongs to them. Cross Capcom um, games off my esports list. Uh, <laughs> oof. Uh, you also have to put a notice on your website and any uh, marketing materials that the event is not affiliated with or sponsored by Capcom. And you may not incorporate the Street Fighter intellectual property, the Street Fighter name, or the Street Fighter logo into your event name or visual advertising. Jesus Christ. Dude. But you also 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 <laughs> have to but wait, uh, apply. There's more. Yeah, you have to apply for your uh, your license per per event. <laughs> so they can just joke. be like, no, you can't host an event of our game. I don't want an event of their game. So <laughs> like, I love Street Fighter. I'll keep playing Street Fighter, but like. I'm just, it's like I said, crossed off my list for esports. Well, I think it's safe to say that I will never be getting my Tekken X Street Fighter now, so. Disappointing. Very. Um, hopefully they'll they'll backtrack on this because the backlash is going to be furious. Mm-hmm. I don't but think Capcom's really ever backpedal on some stupid decision they've made. That, that, yeah, I was about to bring up, but Capcom's pretty uh pretty hold their ground. What are people going to do? Not play the most premier fighting game out there? Yeah. That's really really well, devastating. Not if no one's willing not if no one's willing to hold tournaments for it. That's that's gonna devastate the college esports circuit this summer. Probably. Whatever, I was thinking about starting up something with Strive anyways. You should do dive kick instead. Let's see. I've got another one. Yeah. The- uh, Bungie warns <laughs> of bans for trying to play Destiny 2 on Steam Deck. Yeah, this so, is a really weird one. Yeah. Uh, it's particularly with um, easy anti-cheat, which Destiny uses along with like everything else that's not kernel-based. 
not having drivers and or being supported on Proton, the uh, Valve created Linux based operating base operating system for it. Other games are supported through the Windows install on Steam Deck. Um, so who knows? That might still be a, a way to go on the might be a way to go on the Steam Deck as well, because it's just Windows. So it'll work um, if you have any other games on there, like uh, Epic Games said they wouldn't support Fortnite because of the anti-cheat issue on Proton. However, uh, if you have the Windows install, it would work there and it'd be supported just like a Windows copy. So who knows? Um, let's see. Says in the article, Windows, the Bundy notes that Destiny 2 could work if Windows is installed and running. Um, but due to the unreleased graphics driver for the machine's GPU, it probably won't run. Uh, what the, what engine does Destiny 2 run on? It runs on Unreal, doesn't it? Uh, I am not sure. No. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, the Tiger engine. Probably unique to Destiny. Mm. It's probably Bungie's like in-house system they came up with for the game. Um, I'm trying to pull it up, but it tried to take me to a Chinese site. <laughs> Danger! Tiger engine Bungie. Yeah, it is a Destiny specific engine. Um, it might not work at launch, but I can definitely see it work. Yeah, it'll, it'll just a fucking AMD card. Yeah, some someone's going to make a fix for it down the road. Like, I understand not supporting it on Proton because that could be a little with wishy washy and iffy. But you want it on Windows. People be like, "Hey, do this," and they'll be like, Ugh, "Okay." <laughs> Which I'm excited. I'm still waiting for my Steam Deck, but I'm excited. Well, that transitions us pretty well into our industry news, then. Um, yeah, Valve is quote more than happy to, end quote to help Microsoft bring their PC Game Pass to Steam. I would definitely buy Game Pass if they did that. Um, this came a interview for Gabe Newell. Um which you'll have a little bit more on that interview later on. Um, it was just kind of a really big interview with Newell going over the Steam Deck, things they're doing at Valve, et cetera, et cetera. Um, in this interview, he also said that Valve has no plans for a Game Pass competitor, which why would they? Those are not their games. <clears throat> Um, he said, and I quote, I don't think it's something that we think we need to do ourselves building a subscription service at this time, but for their customers, it's clearly a popular option. And we'd be more than happy to work with them to get that on Steam. Now, Microsoft does simultaneously publish all of their games on Steam now, as well as through their uh, PC Microsoft store and their Xbox app. Um, so who knows? It might might not. It'd be kind of cool to have it there but I'm pretty sure they want you to go through the Microsoft store or the, the, the PC Xbox app anyways. So also after the, the uh, right directly after quarter two ends, which is next month, 
Gabe Newell said that they will be uh, producing hundreds of thousands of Steam decks. So be on the lookout for yours. Um, and then even after this, they'll be able to produce more and more as the chips become easier to manufacture and more battery efficient. So. Also, if you have Amazon Prime, Amazon Luna has free games for you. It is Amazon's game streaming service, and there will also be Twitch integration. It is no longer an invite-only beta and available for everyone with free games for Prime subscribers. Um, all right, all right. Prime members will immediately get access to Devil May Cry 5, Observer, Ooh, System Redux, Fogs, and Flashback. Uh, as well as Immortals Phoenix Rising will be available to play for free from March 8th through March 14th. There will also be a retro channel for classic games such as Street Fighter 2, Hyper Fighting Metal Slug 3, and Castlevania Anniversary Collection, and a Jackpot Jackbox Games channel, which includes all of the Jackbox Party titles. Mm. So that'd be pretty good. That'd be pretty good, actually, if you're uh, trying to hang out with some friends that want to play the party game. Yeah. Uh, this could easily have gone into more interesting news titles, but uh, Bandcamp is joining Epic Games. Neat. The uh, very popular indie music uh, streaming purchasing site that I, I use frequently. Thor, you use it too, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, that's where I get all my Vumskit shit because it's um, like yeah, I can buy it on Amazon Music, but there's exclusive stuff on there and streaming stuff and all Physical kinds of like, copies. Yeah, that that's where you get all the all the like bo signed box sets and and all yeah. the merchandises through there and yeah. That's where I get most of my cool vinyl too. Yeah, yeah, it's a great site. Autograph stuff. It's I love it and. I'm super stoked. I'm, I, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but I'm not going to complain about it because this is something that, that if they combined it with the Epic's game, Epic Game Launcher um, and made it both a game launcher and a music program, I think it would start giving it some viability. It would it would it would fill a little bit of a niche corner in the market for it. Uh the CEO and co-founder, Ethan Diamond, said Bandcamp will continue to operate as a standalone marketplace and music community and that he will continue to lead the team. So basically, it sounds like they will remain as they are um, and have a lot more money to work with. It's just that uh, it's just that SpongeBob me and what uh, what made you decide on this money? Pretty much. <laughs> That's all I got for uh, for this category. You got anything for? Um, not on industry news. Um, I think we had one thing from Sasquatch and Tech News. Uh, that was the Luna thing. I just read it off. Oh. I... Speaking of which, I've already gone on there 
and added Devil May Cry 5 to my playlist. I'm super stoked to give this a try. It's cool. See how it it's works. very cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's like, yeah, I just went to the like the Amazon Luna website and I, I just clicked on the, the play for Devil May Cry and it, it's, the game's launched up and going right now. <laughs> no download, nothing. That's pretty neat. I mean, I, 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 a zero. I get it's that's there. the point. So, but that's that's cool. How do I exit? I huh. Hmm. It seems like most things have a seven day trial as well. Like uh, I clicked on Crosscode seven day trial. Mm, okay. So, what about our movie, TV, and comics update? I think you had some good news for us, Doc. Uh, yes, yes. Bender's Gate is over. Futurama star John DiMaggio joins Hulu Revival. Nice. Seems they managed to uh, come to an agreement on how much he and the cast should be paid. Considering they'll make a ton of money from this reboot. Hopefully enough. Hopefully enough. And the only other thing I think we had was on to our favorite game updates, um, Pokemon Go. And this is a little old now, I guess, because uh, this article is suggesting Gen 7 could be coming, but Gen 7 has come. Um, so, yeah, Gen 7 Pokemon uh, is arriving. We already had some Alolan Pokemon and variants, but now it's it's coming kind of full bore, um, which comes with some timed research. So make sure to check that out. Um, and then um, also kind of going back to the article that you were talking about there, Sasquatch, um, with the, the Valve interview. Oh, let me... No, I, I can't get to the article because this game is is like commanded my Chrome browser. Um, <laughs> but it was it was um, he uh, Gabe Noel also mentioned playing Final Fantasy 14 in that and that he played it on the Steam Deck. Um, and it was his son that got him into it. Originally, he played WoW. Um, and then his son, he, one example he gave was that he'd get frustrated over failed pentamelds and go and complain to him about it. And he's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. So he went and decided to try it out. Now he that's uh, his his main MMO. Oh, yeah, he straight up quit. Wow. Yeah, he's he's a official. Wow. Fugee. And I think that's going to do it for us as far as news this week. Uh, what have you been playing this week, Sasquatch? Um, oh, wait, let me guess. It rhymes with Weldon Wing. Hmm. Is it Elden Ring? Absolutely. Um, I've also been playing some Destiny 2 and some Valorant, but mostly Elden Ring. I've also been playing mostly Elden Ring. Uh, Lost Ark for like login bonuses. Oh yeah, I did my weeklies and dailies, and that's it. I skipped uh, half of them though. It's 
I, I have played a little bit of Final Fantasy 15 and some Guilty Gear, but it has been mostly Elden Ring because as terrible as I am at it so far, it is super fun. Like control issues be damned. I'm still having a blast. Speaking of Elden Ring, something you just saw, it was the biggest launch in the UK that is a non Call of Duty or FIFA game. So, hey, nice. I haven't been able to play too much. I uh, I've been doing my Final Fantasy um, and I've been playing some SMT, uh, but that's pretty much been it. I've had a pretty busy week, so. You should stop being busy and play Elden Ring. <laughs> well, I want to play through uh, Demon Souls and Robot. Dark Souls first. We couldn't understand a word oh. you just said. I, I said I want to play through Demon Souls and Dark Souls first. Uh, they have literally no bearing on this. That's fine. It's they're they're in my backlog and would take precedence you know what i mean i'm not gonna i'd rather play those first and so i'm gonna play those before i just buy the game hot off the shelf for 70 bucks or 60 bucks however much i don't know but i definitely am going to try it out i know for our let's plays uh demon souls is the next one that i'm gonna play so That's probably why we haven't heard from Dogstaff all week is because he's been playing Elden Ring. Oh, yeah, probably. I know. Is it like lost in the lands between? Is it not? Is it just in this like the same universe and not connected at all like Bloodborne or is it just loosely connected? Uh, It is not. It is its own entire entity like Bloodborne is its own entire. Okay, so just same universe, totally separate. Uh. It's not even the same universe. Oh, for some reason, I thought it was. It's like all of uh, Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Well, I think Demon Souls and Dark Souls are all the same one. Demon Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2 and Dark Souls 3 are the same one. Yeah. Bloodborne is its own complete one. And Elden Ring is its own complete one. They have like I, nods I, to they have like nods to like and callbacks here or there, but it's its own entire thing. Uh, I I thought Bloodborne was like in the same universe, just not the same like characters and timeline. Nah, Bloodborne takes kind, place kind, in London. Kind of like like SMT and Persona. Yeah, no, that's they're completely different. Oh, okay. The only thing that really connects them all is they have a joke NPC called Patches, and he's in all of their games <laughs> as a merchant and an asshole. Well, it's just an Easter egg at that point. And there's a few callbacks to like locations named after something slightly like a previous NPC that people liked or a boss or something that people enjoy, but changed up and has zero connection. Mm-hmm. Unless George R. R. Martin had secretly been writing all of the Dark Souls lore in universes as well. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. He did write this. Uh, yeah. This universe a bit. He was the world builder. Yeah. Right, well, it would definitely be the easiest point for you to jump on into a Souls game because it's like literally the best parts of all of them thrown into a Open Magnus. Well, yeah, my, my main point is, though, that like I already own two other Souls games. And so why why buy this one when I need to play the other ones first or would rather? 
And then by the time I play those, this $60 game, I can find a GameStop for 25, 30 bucks. Maybe, who knows? I've n- Once in a while, you'll see sales on Souls games and maybe a used copy or two, but people generally keep a hold on their copies. No, oh, I've bought them. That, that's, that's why it has them. Almost, I said people generally. Yeah, but that's... This uh, is definitely the most played Souls-like that they have. Mm-hmm. I, I feel calling it a Souls-like is wrong because it's made by the Souls people. <laughs> But it's not it's, a Souls it, game. I mean, really, really, it's Souls born, and it is the Souls born. It is the Sekiro Souls born mm-hmm. of Sekiro Souls and Bloodborne games. In in general, though, um, you won't see me purchase a lot of games day one. Um, sometimes I do, but it's it's definitely not often. And if I do, it's usually because there's a pre order bonus, anyways. Or because it has the title Final Fantasy in it somewhere, I don't know. <laughs> All right, it looks like that's going to do it for us this week. But thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe and come jump into Discord with us to catch the recordings live every Thursday night. Thanks so much, everyone, and have a great weekend. See you next week. Johnny.